0: Welcome to the Kingdom-Minded Mompreneur, where we, Becky and Monique, your new biz besties, both busy moms just like you. We're here to talk all things network marketing, mom life, and how to truly live out your calling. We'll be dropping two episodes each week to help you, the busy mompreneur, know the exact strategies to build both your business and your home. You'll hear each week from one of the top network marketers on their best tips for what's led to their success and what's working now. We know that
1: you're here because you are called to something more. You have a desire to succeed in both your business and at home, and we are going to teach you how. If you love what you hear here on the podcast and want to be one of our success stories, join us inside our community, The Kingdom-Minded Mompreneur, where we provide a daily social media action plan additional resources, kingdom coaching, and more. Click the show notes for the link to join. So let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur. We are doing a three-part series. If you have missed it, make sure to go back and check out our last two episodes. But we are talking about what the network marketing industry won't tell you. So part one, we talked about your rank is not your worth. Part two, we talked about what's actually required. And today we're gonna be having a conversation about you are not your company.
0: Hey, Becky. Hello, hello. I'm excited about this conversation because I think there are a lot of you. Yes, I'm saying you. Yes, I'm tapping you on the shoulder, friend who are focusing their branding, their conversations, their social media based on the company they represent. Yes. And and this is not a like, you're doing it wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not a shame. This is not a whatever. I want to make that disclaimer because I've been there too. I've done that too. Right. But the way social media and branding, and marketing, and all of those fancy words and things that we sometimes get a little obsessed with, the way it really truly works is you are your brand, right? You are the person that someone would want to sign up with. You are the person they want to go on the incentive trip with, right? They, You're the person they want to build with. Your vision and dreams, that, that's who they're signing up with, right? Yes. That's what they're signing up for, Yes.
1: And before we get too deep into this, we also want to remind you, we said this the last two episodes, but we love the network marketing industry. It has been life-changing. And so anytime we bring up topics like this, it is not at all to be negative or to bash or anything like that. We just want to shine a light on some things that maybe can be done a little bit differently, or maybe that we can, you know, look at it through a different lens. So I wanted to share that Now, when it comes to you are not your company, here are some things that we see that maybe it might be worth evaluating is if someone totally brands, so I'm going to say you, if you totally brand yourself with your company, what happens is if anything ever were to happen, you would have to rebrand yourself again. And what do I mean by this? Okay, so let's say... Every single thing that you put out there has your company name on it. Um, you know, essentially you are your company. Like you're representing as if your company, as if you are your company. And so if you can brand you, if you can talk about you, if you can talk about the attributes you have, the team you're building, the culture you're creating, the problem that you solve, and you can brand yourself yourself that allows you to have flexibility because you might want to change your niche. You might want to change, um, you know, it might be, let's just say something happens with your company. And if you are branding you, just like Becky said a second ago, if you are branding you, you're going to just take people on the journey. You're going to keep going on the journey and it's not going to necessarily, you know, leave you where you're like, I don't know what to do this. I'm going to use the example of. A company that went out of business. And when this company went out of business, there were some people who their whole identity had been wrapped up and they were literally frozen. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to, like, I've lost everything, you know, that kind of thing, versus the people who they branded themselves. And so when the ship went down, they just found another ship and kept going.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that's the perfect example because ultimately, in the same way that you are not your company, so don't make everything that you put out there about the company name and logo and products and whatever. Instead, right? Like, oh man, it's like, we are not corporate employees. We are not the owners. We are not the founders. This is not our you know, company that we have started. You are a representation of the brand. And so when you think about like, affiliate marketing in in that aspect and i know this is a different conversation but just in general right like affiliates are you know sharing something they love they're like hey here's who i am that's why affiliate marketing is so successful and i know honestly i don't see why someone would not just do direct sales cuz you can make a ton more money building a team and helping others do the same but the point is on the outward you know position of it the affiliate marketer, so the person who is like a blogger or whatever they are, they're sharing products they love because they love them. They're not sharing it because they're like, hey, I'm a representation of this company. Yeah. And so why they're able to diversify their income so easily is because they're able to continually show up as themselves and say, these are things that I love and do and use and whatever. And so while it's horribly sad when a company closes their doors. Like I know, for example, um, I can share because I just loved, loved this brand. Um, My daughters are, you know, uh, 10, Sarah's about to be 11 and five. And if you have girls, you're going to know exactly what I'm saying, but Matilda Jane clothing. Oh, the cutest stuff, you guys, like literally the cutest clothes, like ruffles that kept girls, like even tweens, like young. It was a direct sales company. And if the owner ever listens to this, she can know in her heart, like, oh, myself among many others, like I spent thousands of dollars. Cause they even had like mother shirts. Like you could, I matched them, like go back in my social media. You'll find it. It's there like tons of pictures of me and the girls matching. And it was so fun and I loved it. And trendy clothes, all that. Right. Well, for whatever reason, they had to close their doors and the people in the field were just like, and even myself, right. We were all like, Oh, you know, like, no, not, you know, And I say, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because at the end of the day, like they had to make that decision. We don't know why, like, I don't know why. It's none of my business. Maybe a financial decision, maybe they were bought out. I didn't investigate it, okay? So I have no idea. I do not know the reasons. And you don't have to message me and tell me. I do not care. The point is, okay, the point is, it was something that was unexpected to a significant amount of the women in the industry. And I remember this one girl, who um, she just was like, man, that was so disappointing and like heartbreaking. And like she had had a team and this and that. But instead of being like, no, you know, like she had created this group on Facebook where she had sold the items when they had launches and blah, blah, blah. And while yes, a lot of it was the specific product, the majority of it was like people were there because of who she was, the way she showed up right and she would share other things in it you know it wasn't just the clothing it would be like hey you guys i found these shirts at target that like look really cute they're whatever they'll match these shorts so she was also like a resource right for for us for we were like look maybe if you're a girl mom and you were looking for whatever okay and i say that to say it was not hard for her to transition to another company when she could not help that her previous company closed the doors and the reason we're bringing this up is because while we, you you may just love your company and be like, I'm never going anywhere. I'm going to be here for the entire rest of my life. Plans change. God is literally like, oh, you just don't know what's about to happen in five years. I mean, literally, I was like, I'm going to be here for the rest of my life. This is what I'm going to do forever and ever. Amen. And then, right, like life happens. Circumstances come up, whether it's things that we Change, you know, our path. God changes our path. Doors close. Things will just come up that you cannot control.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we had Gloria Banks. If you guys do not know Gloria Mayfield Banks, and you missed episode 14, go, go back, go listen. listen to the podcast because it was fire. I mean, it was so good. But I remember something that she said, and she just kind of said it really quickly, but it stood out to me is she said, you know, I, cause she's part of Mary Kay, you guys, mm. she was number one in Mary Kay for six years in a row. But she made the statement, she said, I am an entrepreneur, but I leveraged Mary Kay or I mm. used Mary Kay as a means for income. And so what she meant by that is, it wasn't, you know, she's passionate about Mary Kay. She loves the company, but her identity was not Mary Kay. Her identity was Gloria. And so now she has, she doesn't say retired. She said graduated. She graduated. I love that so much, <laughs>
0: by the way. Every time she I graduated. heard it, I was like, oh, it's so good. So yes. Good. And
1: now she does all these other amazing things, but it's like her branding is Gloria. You guys go check her out because I feel like this is a perfect example of if you look at her Instagram, if you look at her Facebook, her branding is not, you know, makeup, makeup, makeup. Her branding is her and Mm -hmm. what she has to offer and who she is and what she stands for. And I think something that a lot of you might be doing, if we're going to be honest, I feel like a lot of you may lack confidence. And so you're hiding behind your company. Oh girl.
0: That's a mic drop
1: moment. <laughs> but really like, and I think this is also because we've had the privilege of, you know, coaching a lot of women. And I think a lot of times people don't feel like they have anything to offer. They're like, well, I'm not mm. special. I'm not different. I don't have anything, you know, unique. So I'm just going to come on here and post a stock photo of some Pamper chef, you know, items or some, whatever company you're with. Right. And so, there is nothing wrong with using graphics from your company. Let me say that again. There's nothing wrong with that, but people are drawn to you. And so maybe even doing some digging and asking yourself like, who am I? Who am I? What do I stand for? What are the things I'm good at? What do I love? Like one of the things that we talk about with our clients is understanding um, your pillars. We talk about brand pillars and when you know your brand pillars it allows you to show up in different ways do you want to talk about that a little bit becky
0: yeah yeah because i think yes a hundred percent i mean i can even remember one time we were having discussion and the this lady said but i'm boring like she felt like she was boring like people why she had nothing else to say nothing else to share which is a lie right it's a lie we tell ourselves or Maybe, you know, we're so wrapped up in like work or whatever that we kind of forget the things that we once loved, you know, the things that we wanted to um, pursue or enjoy doing or taking the time to do. Um, So, yeah, I think, you know, when you think about social media in general, a lot of people come to it to be entertained, you know, or to feel like they can relate to someone else. They f- they want to feel seen, which is funny, right? Because you're watching someone else, but they want to feel understood, I guess. And um, whether it's like a mom, you know, there's a couple of women that I follow that are hu- insanely hilarious. I mean, they're just so funny, you know, and, and it's like they're putting out mom content, right? Where it's about, it's just, and you, you consume it because you're like, oh, that's so true, you know, or like, oh, I could relate to that or whatever. Um, I'm specifically... <laughs> I can't think of her name, but this lady is hilarious. And I, I feel like I'm always sending her reels to like either Monique or to my cousin, Lindsay, or just to various people, my mom. And there was one, right? There was one that was all about, and it's like, a little taboo. Okay. But it was about breastfeeding a newborn and it was hilarious. She like pretends to be a newborn. I would never do this. Right. Like I would never like act this out, but it it was so funny because, and I, I laughed out loud. I was laughing so hard. Okay. We're not saying you have to go put on a show. Okay. But the point is if this lady was to be like, if I happened to be nursing or whatever, right. Um, back in the day, I was a nursing mother, you know, I nursed both my, my, babies. If I happened to be consuming her content and she was like, hey, giving all this hilarious mom of a newborn or baby, whatever, and then she comes out and says, hey, you you guys need this thing, right? Like you need blah, 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 this product, this water bottle to keep you hydrated, the Stanley cup or whatever. Like if she was like, here's my link, I would literally be like, I'm going to buy everything that you sell because first of all, I trust you because you understand me. Like, you know what I'm going through. And so I think the power of social media and the power of branding and marketing is sharing your story, sharing things that you've walked through and then the solution to how you overcame the problem. And it very well could be the products you sell. It could be, you know, this magic pill that you like, take that has transformed your health that you literally are like this is magic in a pill and everyone should have this and it's changed my my gut and i've lost all this weight and i've done all these things and everyone needs it cool that's awesome but like if you're speaking to everyone you're speaking to no one right and so instead of saying oh everyone needs this pill tell your story talk about who you are and you know how your life has changed and and in general like things that are you know the things that are important to you are very likely important um, and humorous and entertaining and fun to the version of you that you previously were, right? And and to the person that is your ideal customer or business builder. Yeah, and I think
1: going that ties well into the brand pillars because when you can identify those parts of you, then you can kind of break those down. And so the way that we teach this is if you can decide, okay, let's say it's five different things. Okay. So let's say you resonate with you're a mom. Let's say you love hiking. Let's say you're, you know, a crunchy mom. I guess those would go together Mm -hmm. and you're part of a wellness company. And so there's certain things that you want to speak to from that perspective. And you're also, um, very involved with, um, I don't know your school board. I don't know. I'm trying to think of just random things. Okay. So whatever it is that are part of you, those things that are part of you, if you take those things and you can start creating content in all of those content buckets or pillars, however you want to call it. And so you just rotate the content. Like if today you want to talk about you know, the hike that you went on and how hard it was and how you overcame. And then the next day you talk about a recipe that your family loved for dinner and how it was healthy. And then the next day you talk about your health products and hey, this is on sale today and blah, blah, blah. Like you're rotating all of those things, but it's not just product, 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 product. And I think that's the mistake that people make sometimes is like, they're like, oh, I'm showing up on social media. Mm -hmm. But then if we go audit your social media, it's like, well, the last two weeks, you've only posted stock photos from your company, and there's nothing about, like, where's your face? Right? Like, you look yeah. at <laughs> who you're like, is it? Who are you? You're, you're okay. Don't even get me into the, started with this. Your profile picture, oh my word, needs to be a picture of you.
0: Yeah. Okay. Please. We're not
1: coming at you, but we're just lovingly reminding you that if you are a
0: social seller, people need to know who you are. Yeah. Not your avatar, not your cat, not a family picture of 72 people like a mile away. Okay. I mean, in today's world, let's be honest. Like I don't want to be hacked. I don't want to be like some weirdo messaging me or what, you know, if I'm going to follow someone, I want to know who it is.
1: (laughs) Yes. So your picture needs to be a picture of you. So that when people see you interacting, when they see you posting, they see you. Like, go put your phone up against a window, put it in portrait mode, put some lipstick on, and smile. Okay. (laughs) Take a picture. And upload that as your profile picture. You do not need to go pay for some, I was about to say glamour shots. Those were back in the day. You don't need to pay for some, you know, professional photo. You just need to have something where people can see you and see your face because that's who they want to connect with. They want to interact with you, they want to see you, they want to know who you are. And so don't hide behind that, but instead be willing to put yourself out there because I think that's also the difference maker of those who are successful and those who aren't is like the person who wins at this game, you know, social media, network marketing game is the person who is not afraid to show up, you know, Mm. and we're not saying you have to go live every day. I mean, if you do go live, like, yay, because that's a great way to connect with people. We're not saying you have to, you know, go from zero to a hundred. If you're like, Hey, I'm just starting out on social media. I, I don't even know, you know, how to show up consistently. And this is one of the reasons why we created our social media action plan, because Becky and I designed it where when you are in our Kingdom Minded Mompreneur membership, you receive an action plan that tells you exactly what to post every day on social media, but we rotate the content like every day is not all about why someone should join your business. You know, it might be one day you talk about that, the next day you talk about, you know, a limiting belief that you had, the next day you ask a this or that question to get the algorithm engaged. Like there's a a method to the posts that we are giving you to post on your social media, but it's for the purpose of being well-rounded. Thanks so much for listening to the Kingdom-Minded Mompreneur. If you loved what you heard today, could you stop and give us a five-star rating and review? It helps our visibility on podcasting platforms so others like you can
0: hear more of this message. Also, if this episode encouraged you, we would love for you to pass it along to your own biz bestie and anyone else who could benefit. Lastly, don't forget that if you want to hang out with us just a little bit more, join us inside the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur community. Click the link in the show notes. Bye for now.